Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. We are joined today for the fourth time, I believe, in the history of film school, Carter Pilchard. Carter is the founder of a... Of a, a a great website and a great place to see short films called Shorts International. He comes from a background of basically as a uh, investment banker and law. Uh, he became uh, he's become one of the leading experts in the field of in the in the realm of short films. Uh, he is a voting member of the British Academy of Film and Television Arts and a member of the short film and and fe- feature animation branch of the uh, U.S. Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science. And he is just a swell guy. Uh, well, thank you very, very much. I, and it is, it is at least the fourth time. And I think there was one, there was a non-consecutive time. It might be the fifth. Okay, well, I, boy. I was just trying to count this up last night. Boy, I did I screw up if I didn't have you on. Uh, that's all I can say. For, uh, whatever happened there, I don't remember. But, uh, and here to talk about basically the, uh, in theaters today here in Southern California is the, uh, the short film uh, program. That's live animation. I mean, I'm sorry, live action and animation. And, uh, and as I said to Carter before, and I'll say it again, some of my favorite movies of the whole year are in this program. Carter Pilcher, welcome to film school. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the live action or do you want to start with the animated films? Uh, I uh, whatever you prefer. No. I think animate. Maybe uh, normally I would start put animations before live action, just because it's always good to warm up with. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, very good. Well, we will then. Um, first of all, there as as again uh, this year has been the case for the last many years. The level of animation, the sophistication, is just off the chart remarkable. Tell me, I mean, how is this? This this just continues to get better and better, doesn't it, Carter? I, I think it's, it's uh, well, I have to say the animations this year are particularly interesting, and and maybe an overall comment about the entire release first. Yeah, um, I would say that these three Oscars are the most, and, and especially in live action and, an, and animation, they are the most, uh, it, it is the one place in the Oscars where you see the most heavy competition internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll notice that <clears throat> that of the animations, uh, there are two of them that are American animations, but the rest are international. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's really exciting. So what really you're seeing is, is they are the most global of the Academy Awards awards, really. Yeah. And you're really getting a chance to see animation developing and styles developing in different ways in different countries. For instance, there's one of the films uh, in today's release in the animation section called Possessions, mm-hmm. which really comes from a studio in Japan that does... Um, more uh, anime-type style releases. Uh, but this is a very, very much a short movie. It's, yeah. it's a, a much deeper, deeper story than is typical for anime producers. And it's really, really beautifully done and, and interesting. So I think one of the things that is exciting is, is this, um, is not just that you're seeing new and better and better American or studio animation techniques, but you're really seeing interesting international animation techniques. Absolutely, and and when I want to just mention kind of the, a brief synopsis of the 
you just mentioned possessions. Yeah. Uh, the 18th century, a stormy night deep in the mountains, a man lost his way, comes across a small shrine. He enters a space and suddenly turns into a, a room, turns into a different world. Uh, and I'm just going to leave it there uh, because I, 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 you, people need to discover these films on, on their own. And when they do, I think uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting premise. And it's just a guy, I mean... You're right, and the beauty of of animation, I think, and bear me out if you if you agree yeah. with me, is that that you can go anywhere with a story. You can go to any place that you want, emotionally, psychologically, physically. It's just the beauty of it, um, yeah. and this one does. Well, I think that that it's certainly true, and it and and um, all of us. It's it's kind of the fun thing about animation is all of us, whether we're children or adults, we really suspend our disbelief. Yeah. So that when you're in an animation, it doesn't, you know, if it crosses into, it, it, like this one has a dream sequence in mm-hmm. it. And the truth is, you don't, it doesn't seem unusual to be in the middle of the guy's dream, and it's difficult to decide if it's for real, really happening, or if it's a dream. Yeah. And let me... That's, that is really one of the charms. I think you're exactly right. That's one of the real charms about animation. The, the director and writer is Shuhei Morita. Yeah, and uh, he's won a number of awards for for previous work, including uh, winner of the Best Picture Award for the Tokyo Anime Awards, uh, not for this film, but for another one, as well as the winner of the Technology Award for Japanese or Japan Visual Technology. Uh, it, it is uh, again, yeah, it is beautifully rendered. Um, a bit dark at times, but I mean, again, it takes you into a lot of different places. Um, um, Wonderful. So possessions. Yeah, it, it definitely does, and it's and it is a very beautiful and interesting animation. So I think it's it's quite a bit of fun that the Academy um, is now getting better and better at looking at the widest range of animations and that kind of thing. Definitely. Um, I'm going to go next to a U.S. Uh, film. Uh, okay. Different, very different, different visually. Called Feral. This is yeah. Daniel Sosa's film. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, Farrell is an amazing story. It's the story of um, it's the story of a boy yeah. who, when you see the movie, we realize that he's he's uh, been somehow grown up with wolves. Yeah. He then becomes uh, uh, someone uh, saves him, brings him back to civilization, and it's really the story of him trying to figure out if he fits into civilization humans or wolves right that's re- that's really the premise is is you know kind of a nurture over genetics versus nurture uh argument and the thing that's amazing is that he picks a very interesting outcome yeah yeah and and uh, the the animation here is very different than the other ones this is more i would call it more line drawing more much more of a sketch in 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 uh in, tell me what? How would you describe the style rather than? Major? I would say that it's definitely a two D animation as opposed to a CGI or three D animation. It's uh, it's not line drawn. It's definitely hand painted though. And yeah. It's very 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 beautiful. You know, it's one of those kind of often in this category you get these films and you go, oh my gosh, we're looking at years and years of a person's life drawing and painting this these pictures, and it's kind of you know you go to an art gallery. And if you just took them and framed each frame, it would it would fill a, a, a gallery. Yeah. And you know, and we're watching in five minutes or seven minutes 
a whole life's work of painting. It's amazing. And that is true of this, definitely true of this one. It, you can, exactly as you described it, it's very much a, a work of art. In, um, you know. um, and then um, uh, let's go to a, a really fun, a really delightful it, it, uh, British film, uh, United Kingdom, uh, from Max Lang and uh, Yen uh, Laucher. Yeah. Uh, Room on the Broom, uh, just a very fun one. Go ahead, tell us a little bit about that well, one. Room on the Broom is a po- very popular children's story. Max and Johan have done uh, a series of these. They did The Gruffalo and The Gruffalo's Child. Mm-hmm. And this is another another uh, wonderful children's story, and it's very beautifully uh, brought to life. They're actually... British and German. I mean, Max, the guys are actually German, mm. but they live in London. And uh, they've, I, I think in this one, probably, I, I would say, for kids, families, this is, this is even a better story than The Gruffalo. Yeah. It's just a fun, amazing, you, you, you don't really, I wasn't, uh, had not read the, the book, so you, you watch the movie and you're a little, the, the ending is surprising, but I think if you've read the book, you would know the story, but it's, it's amazing. It's beautifully brought to life. It's so, I, it's almost hyper real. They, they adopted a, a 3D style, yeah. CGI style, that really is more like uh, plasticine, using plasticine. And, and often, and most people can't tell if it's real plasticine or if, it, if it's not actual things or if it's computer generated. It's yeah. So, yeah, spectacular. I know. And, and, and I, I was going to say it almost has that Wallace and Gromit look to it, but it you know you can tell it's animated. Yes, exactly. And that's I think is that where you were where you're well, going with can, that? Can tell that it's computer generated. Computer generated. Yeah. There, Wallace and Gromit is is animated too, Mike. Oh, it is. Oh. <laughs> Well, I stand correct. I always assumed that they were still... Uh, Nick Parks would be very, very, uh, take exception with you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I've, I stand corrected. But and, and this is a film that you know right away you're going to like. I just it's, it's, It really is fabulous. And it's one of those... Um, you know, the, the, the nice thing about the release is that there's some there are films for an for a intellectual, there are films in this animation release, intellectual, there are films for an artiste, there are films for yeah. just... If you're a kid and you want to see something that's really makes you happy and this is it, good. this is it. You go, you got to see this one if you want to be happy. It's this, great. It is great. It, uh, is, it is really great. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, every year I say that. I think I just repeat myself over and over when we get into this uh, discussion. But uh, the next one I'd like to talk about um, is an American release. Uh, this is comes from Lauren uh, Macklin, and um, it's called Get a Horse. Yes, wow. So, and that is, I have to say, that is the most surprising of all the animations. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they, uh, they, and I, the first time it was shown it, where, when I was there, they, they said it, that they had found some old Disney footage and had been working on it and had brought it, been able to, to bring it back to life. Okay. And uh, <laughs> then they showed the movie, and it starts out, and it is old Disney footage yeah and then it goes into the it goes into a whole nother a whole little story and uh and it's a, a very very clever use of of different medium and of both cgi and 2d animation and of the whole mickey mouse characters and the other interesting fact is mickey mouse's voice in the whole thing is disney yeah walt disney 
Isn't that great? Isn't it, it is amazing. It is really amazing. And just to, I'll just read this quick synopsis: contemporary homage to the first animated shorts featuring Mickey Mouse with an all-new black-and-white hand-drawn animation paired. And that just be, that's only the beginning of the description of this. It's really, oh, I mean, again, a testament just to the depth and breadth of this, of this uh, form, of this particular uh, genre of films. It's, uh, and, yeah, and, I, think it's, I think it's really, really, really great. They're just fabulous films. And then I'm gonna, and I will say, I, I'm. You can't say this, but I, I do every year. I'm gonna save my the best for last in my mind in terms of just a, an amazing array of uh, of uh, characters and and the depth of this uh, of animation. And if I'm saying this wrong, please correct me. Uh, Mister Hublot. 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 Hublot is fine. Okay. Uh, again, leave it to the French. To make, uh, I'm going to go back to uh, Madame, um, the, uh, Madame Tsutsi. Tootly Pootly. Yeah. This reminds me of that film a lot. It's, it's that kind of environment. But, you know, actually, I like this one much better. Okay. Uh, I think, th- I thought this was more heartwarming. And I would say the way this release, I describe all five films, are, are actually really a wonderful, heartwarming yeah. evening of film. You know, they're just, uh, each one, they may, but this one in particular, I've, if you've ever had a dog, this is exactly, uh, you know, they, they take this character who, who without saying a word, yeah. there's no word spoken in the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a very fantastical and amazingly detailed futuristic environment. And, uh, and it's, you know, and it's a, really a story of a man falling in love with a dog and the problems that happen yeah. In this particular world, with this particular dog, and it's and it's really fun, really amazing, and practically the probably the best, most interesting part of it is just the visual nature of yeah. the of the story. It's fabulous. It is um, it is just a remarkable world that they created in this film. Uh, and again, and as you said, I I would echo that in in at volume eleven in the world in the word, words of Spinal Tap that these films are a great evening of 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 film going to a theater to see. It really is. It's it's really fun. It's, and we even have another little special treat that's for in the release. Okay, uh, we had a uh, budding young animator in France who had done a series of films, one that was very popular online called High Diving Giraffe. Okay, and uh, he took two of his characters and animated them to to introduce a giraffe and an ostrich, who introduce each of the films throughout the release. Wow, it's really fun. Oh my god. Okay, well, see another uh, w- another reason to go running out to see see these films. Now, um, while okay, so we've covered the animated films. By the way, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Carter Pilcher. He is uh, he is the go to guy when it comes to the Academy Awards and. Uh, uh, explain your role again in sort of the in 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 these films in terms yeah. in relation to the Academy. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, I, I'm a member both of the British Academy and the American Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work uh, and help them select uh, the nominees in both the uh, in the United States and in the British uh, BAFTA uh, nominations for short film. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're thrilled since 2006. We have been working with the branch that actually selects the nominees to bring the films every year to theaters across the country. So this year we're probably in, in over, a little over 400 theaters. Last year we were in a few more. 
but we're doing but so it's it's slowly growing. We're doing a, a release in France this year and one in uh, several countries in Europe, a smaller one. So it's it's really uh, been. Um, I'm sorry, we we were 450 this year, a little over 400 last year. So we have a few additional theaters this year. Um, so we're the the release is growing. It's it's become something that you know uh, it's like the Super Bowl, but not quite the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, but it is kind of like that. It's the, it's really the fun place where you, and it, you know, and the problem with, I have to say the big awards, there's so many films to watch and so many people to keep track of that you never can really feel like, you know, the category, but here you can go one night, two hours, and you've got it all done. You can mark that one off your ballot. Exactly. And it gives you a really, honestly, it gives you a leg up on that Oscar pool because, exactly, you know, you're going to know just a little bit more than, than there. And, and honestly, I, uh, I, it is just, they're great films. They're just yeah. really great films. Um, let's go to the Oscar nominated live action shorts. I'm going to start with the, the, the entry from Denmark called helium. Yes. Well, uh, do you want to? I'll well, describe it a bit, yeah, and then no. you can fill in if I sure. don't. Uh, Helium is a very, very moving story. It's beautifully shot. Yeah. It's about a little kid, uh, and he is trying and and honestly trying to grapple with the concept of heaven. Yeah, he has uh, some disease, and he can't figure out really understand it. So it's a very moving, very sad story, but it's one of the most it, it, the setting is that way, but but I have to say the ending is one of the most beautiful and hopeful that I've ever seen. Yeah, yes. It, the the uh, there's a janitor who works at the hospital who takes a uh, a quick strikes up a very quick relationship with him and becomes a very important part of this of this boy's life and uh, and the, the mutual relationship they have blossoms in in about 23 minutes worth of film and it really as you said the ending of it is just gorgeous really really well done really special film i think um a a a light-hearted entry from uh from finland that would be do i have to take care of everything (laughs) (laughs) it's hilarious and the truth is i i don't want to give away the uh the outcome but you know the truth is it's a it's a mother Yes. who has a very young and uh, energetic family and a husband who mostly just makes a mess of himself, <laughs> yes. which many of us uh, is kind of the case for many of us guys. But she takes care of everything, and uh, sometimes even she's not perfect, and that's really the fun part of this movie. Yeah, and it, it, at, at seven minutes, it moves along very well, very quickly, a uh, nice pace to it. Uh, and you really get in that short amount of time a a real feel for this family, and uh, it's a it's just a fun film. And I yeah, enjoyed... it's a, it's definitely fun. It's a good, and they have great laugh lines, and uh, you know they're perfect little jokes. It's a, just a fun, and it's a really charming look at at how uh, families interact, and and really. Um, you know that even in the most horrific circumstances, things can be fabulous. Yeah, it can be fun. fun. Uh, just before losing everything, a uh, rather serious, heavy, if you will, uh, film from France. Uh, the director is uh, Xavier Legrand, uh, and uh, this is this leaves uh, a lot of spaces for you to fill in, but you kind of know where it's going. But it's still a very well done drama. Yeah, I would say that the 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 tension. This guy—it's a thirty-minute film, right? 
And this is, it's a little bit, this is, it reminded me a little bit of gravity because, you know, gravity, you go into the theater, you sit down and all this stuff starts happening and then suddenly it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, what happened? That was, I, when are they going to start, you know, this is finally she's saved and you never, because gravity, you know, yeah. maintaining tension is an amazingly difficult art to, to undertake. Yeah. Xavier has, uh, has done an amazing job. Uh, you don't, from the moment the film starts and you're kind of a little confused about what's happening. Yes. But really from the moment that you kind of start to grip, get, grasp what it is, till the end of the film, it's the longest film in the group and it's probably the fastest watch. You go like, whoa, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're right. A lot of information, a lot of setups. I mean, this is a, you know, honestly, this felt like, uh, you say it moved along quickly and I agree with you, but in terms of watching it, it felt like a feature film because right. there was a lot of information, a lot of act, a lot of interplay between a lot of different characters. It it has a feel of a feature film. It does. It definitely felt. Um, and there is a particular scene towards the end yeah. where she yeah. uh, is walking through the store, but that is probably one of the most the whole audience. I've never seen it watched without the whole audience on the edge of their seat. Yep. Uh, there's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump ahead because I'm going to go back to a lighthearted film here from the United Kingdom um, because uh, it's it's wonderful. I This is, a, again, I don't know if it was my favorite, but they're all good. But this one uh, was great in the in the setup. The premise is wonderful. This one's called The Vorman Problem. And this stars a couple of uh, serious people in it. And I'm, I'm, I know Martin Freeman is one, and I've just lost the... Uh, the actor, the other actor that's in it's it, Tom Hollander. Thank you. Uh, and this is a <laughs> uh, well. Go ahead, describe it if you want. Well, first of all, they're they're two fabulous actors, yes. and this is a, a piece for an actor, yeah. for two actors, and it's a it's a the two of them. Tom Hollander, folks would know him from uh, watching um, Pirates of the Caribbean. He's one of the evil captain guys. Okay. Uh, and Martin Freeman, of course, is the Hobbit, and yeah. in the Office, he's a he, so they're two very, very talented, well-experienced actors, uh, and uh, one of them believes that he's God. Yes, and this is really the story of the guy who thinks he's God, and what what happens, and whether or not he is or not. Right. It's a it's a charming, uh, very well-paced, beautifully shot, beautifully acted movie. It's one of the best movies I've seen. That's one of the best comedies I've seen that ever submitted to the Academy. And I will say, in just, I think it's a true film. Yeah, I do, do too. And I would say what you said earlier, I, I would that it is an actor's film in the best possible mm -hmm. sense of the word. It is all about these two characters. And, and I'll leave the audience with one word. Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and... and, and uh, and then uh, again, and you know that yeah. film will make Belgium more famous than practically anything else this year. <laughs> it will, it will. And the, and the last one, uh, uh, you know, an extremely uh, dramatic, uh, heavy film um, called "That Wasn't Me." This is from Spain. Esteban Crespo is the director. Tell us a little bit about this one. Uh, well, Esteban is a very talented director. He's made a lot of very, very well-made films. Um, and this is his latest one, and it's a, uh, a, a, it's a look at, it's a story about Africa and about the child soldiers in Africa. 
Um, it's very well shot. It's a big. It's uh, feels like a big production budget. I don't know what the actual budget was, but it, it's a, a big production. Uh, there are helicopter gunships and and lots of tanks and things blowing up. Yeah. But the the truth is, it's a very poignant story. It's a big story and it's a little story. And the little story in within the big story is uh, a boy and really his. Uh, um, the, the the how he is saved from being a toy from a, a child soldier. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's it's, uh, it's very very moving. It's it's quite horrific. I would say it's something you probably can't take your kids to. No, well, no. Yeah, and, and to your to your point, um, it, this has again going back to what we said about um, uh, the other film, which I just uh, it, this feels like a feature film too. Uh, and you're right, the, the budget and the setups and all of the stuff that they bring into this story, it definitely does. It is uh, very heavy, and um, and it also illuminates a, a real issue that's been going on for decades now in Africa and around the world, but most problematically in Africa with child soldiers. Um, there was a film, a short film, a couple of years ago nominated where uh, a van was stopped at a checkpoint in Africa, and I've forgotten the name of that one. It was very, it had a very, it felt like a precursor to this film in some yeah. ways. Um, yeah, I think this one goes much, much further. Yeah. And much uh, bigger story, really. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's definitely, the hard thing is for all of us in America, I think, is to imagine that this could really be real. It's just so uh, shocking. Yeah, it it but, is. It, but it, I, I think it is real, and uh, and it's a beautifully told story. It's a, a amazing, uh, you know, it's amazing. So I would say the the uh, action release, the live action films are the are are just that. They're action films. There's a lot of uh, a lot of suspense, a lot of drama. There's a bit of fun. Yeah. But they're they're uh, they're they're little films, but they're really big films and big ideas and big sets, and you feel like you've really seen lots of amazing filmmaking taking place. Yeah, and all of these, and they're exactly right. All of them are so well done, and that is across the board. Again, just amazing uh, talent that is that has come to the fore with these with these short film programs. Um, and it it's almost it's been the case since you and I have been been talking in it, and this year is really no exception. Um, the films are opening now. I, I'm just um, the animated shorts are, are they're not a standalone, are they? Yes, they definitely. They, animated shorts are one movie, right? So we're we're watching that, and then also the the, the live action or another the second movie, second right. movie, and the documentaries are limited release, and they're in a. Uh, two movies. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, you know, Mike. This is three. Uh, let's say, let's see, uh, three and a half. It's uh, six hours of film. Nobody else releases a compendium of film like this in the world. Right. Every year. It's it's literally six and a half hours of film. Right. My God. Yeah, and okay, and, and they and it is being let's let's get to the the business side of this, and that yeah. they're being released today, January thirty first, uh, the exactly. animated and the sh- live action shorts. 
are being released today. Right, they're being released, and the documentary is is also being released, but in a limit more limited setting. So only a few theaters, probably in the in the LA area. But that'll be in a couple of weeks on those. Uh, maybe those are coming out later. There, yeah. It's going into a few theaters across the country. Start it, it kind of rolls out more slowly. Right. Well, we can tell you that in in the area that from where I'm speaking, it's going to be uh, at the South Coast Village Three. Uh, here in Costa Mesa, and I know it's opening in Los Angeles, and I just lost. Do you happen to know? And it's opening the, at the New Art is definitely a, opening it uh, right away, I believe. Yeah. Okay. The New Art here today on the thirty first, and yes. uh, and then uh, and then and also here in Southern and uh, Orange County at the uh, South Coast Village Three. Great. So I would suggest people get right now in their cars and just drive straight over and get their tickets. Exactly. And and you know what? You, you can because set up... normally these are these especially this week. The first two weekends are normally completely sold out. Yeah. No. And and you, we talked a little bit about that. The 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 rise of the the popularity of these things has really taken off in the last few years. Well, and you know the thing that's really fun. We because we run Shorts HD, which is a TV channel on um, on Direct and AT and T. One of the things that we go, so we go around and do interviews with people as they come out of theaters. And the fun thing is, when I've watched those, almost all the interviews are of people who have seen the shorts, you know, and they do like me with your radio show. They say, this is our fifth year of seeing the shorts. We go every year, we bring our neighbors, we all have a great time. And, and it, it really is a great night out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and even if you're not thrilled with the film which i can't imagine uh, the film that you're watching at that particular moment when you when you when you you've got another one right behind it and right. and i mean it's not like you're sitting through 3 hours of you know the wolf of wall street and you're thinking well you know you may have some moments where you're wondering why you're still sitting there that's not going to happen with these kind of films and i'm not well, running down well that's exactly right you know it is it is in may so i'm completely sold on shorts i i think most features well, uh, including Wolf of Wall Street, you become, uh, you know, I, I don't have the attention span anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I just can't keep it there. I'm re- ready to go. Well, well, and let's let's uh, just while I've got you here, let's talk about your the your your company or your your uh, the website. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, it's we're not a, really a website. We're we're a, a TV channel on <laughs> Direct TV and on AT and T. Thank you. And we just show sh- uh, high definition movie channel. And we show short movies all the time. Okay. Uh, and people, you know, uh, uh, we're also on in Europe, in lots of countries in Europe. But uh, we have a great audience. You know, we, we, we generally have, uh, well, you know, we have young, lots of young uh, techie kind of folks that are our audience and lots of uh, people who are really into film. So it's, uh, we, we really have a lot of fun, and we spend all year bringing people shorts. But this is really our big moment to get people beyond those who watch our channel every every day to get them really exposed to and excited about short film. And 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 really what you just said is exactly and these are a lot of filmmakers who are um, on their way to be exactly. uh, to uh, that's another thing. And I would say that that's the, that's one of the big things. You know, you you really are looking at the future of filmmaking and where it's headed with these folks and with these films. It's it's much more groundbreaking or it feels much more groundbreaking than watching even all the nominees in the Best Picture category. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, and we'll, um, for our audience in, in the, within the sound of my voice here, the Oscar Shorts uh, will be playing in their opening uh, today. Tonight. Tonight, right, at the, at the Village in South Coast. Uh, and New Art in uh, Los Angeles. New Art in Los Angeles. 
just type in the Oscar Shorts as one word, mm-hmm. and it'll take it. It's shorts.tv forward slash the Oscar Shorts. Whole website that you can just type in your uh, your uh, zip code, mm-hmm. and it will pop up with all the theaters, and you can check when any program you're interested in is showing over the next uh, two months. Excellent, and and. Thank you, Carter Pilcher. The again, once again, for for stopping by film school, um, the and to talk to us about these great films. And I'll, I'll, hopefully, you still want to do. We'll see you next year. How's that? Great, Mike. Thank you. I for sure want to do it. <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you. you again. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.